Welcome to Bitcoin Basics with your hosts, Faris and Gordon. Visit bitcoinbasics.help if you need help buying and securing your Bitcoin. Episode of the Bitcoin Basics podcast. This is your host, Ferris, flying solo as we do a roundup of the markets. So we will be looking at Bitcoin today and well as well as some exciting events and commodities. So we're looking at monthly charts. Uh, it is the 4th of October as we are recording this. Uh, we're going to look at the month that was in September. But first and foremost, let's start with Bitcoin. So Bitcoin had an excellent week. It actually rallied at the end of the week, broke through uh, key resistances. And we are currently trading. Uh, this is just as European uh, European markets are opening at 47,750. Um, the last week and the end of the month closed above 47,000, uh, 48,235 on Bitstamp. So that was really good. But what we're looking at is not necessarily a price. We had the close was the highest close we have had since 30th of August. So a really, really good close, the highest close in four weeks. And a higher low. So you see the low of the last week was 40,750. The low before that was 39,000. So we had a higher low, which is even more important. So what we need to do now is need to keep grinding upwards. The next points of resistance for Bitcoin are at 52,950. This is all from last week. So nothing's changed here. 60,000 and 65,000. So we need to break through these before we march on the all-time highs. Uh, what this tells me is because we've had this mini consolidation area around 65, 50% retracement down to below 30. And now this mini consolidation area is brilliant because what it's actually done is it has taken some steam out of the RSI. Um, if you've heard me say this before, think of trading like uh, running. If you sprint, absolutely run, 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 run with your guts out, um, then you're going to collapse. And that's when you know, markets collapse because it's exuberant. If you go gradually, nice steady pace, it takes you longer to get there, but you get there without the huge swings back and forth. So we had this huge sprint in Bitcoin where we went from 12,000 all the way up to 65,000 and then we had a 50% retracement. Now we took this period in here, we took from May all the way to July to basically, so two months to kind of gather some pace, get some rest, and now we're back up. Went very, very quickly. RSI did not breach above 80, which is on the uh, weekly chart, which is pretty oversold. So we're still in the middle of the RSI here. So this is actually really healthy. And it tells me that, yep, we can start dealing with these previous all-time high points. So we've got some energy to blast through there. So it's kind of, it's actually exactly what you want to see. You want to see markets to go up and you want them to retrace 50%. So they go, that's, you know, if they go from one to a hundred, they come back to $50 and then they move on to $150 and so on and so forth. That's a really 50% is just a nice retracement. Um, Bitcoin basically goes through market cycles in one year, what market cycles go through in 10 years. Um, let's look at a Bitcoin dominance index. So it is actually starting to grind higher. Um, we didn't break below the lows that we had here at 39, and I think we even had lows below there at 35, yes. So we haven't pierced those lows. 
If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, like, and share so we can find others like yourself. So the Bitcoin Dominance Index is grinding higher. Now, highlighted in yellow, here's what we looked at last week. So last week, we were bullish on Ethereum versus BTC and Cardano BTC. Now, again, I just want to throw this disclaimer in here at the Bitcoin Basics um, podcast. All we recommend is dollar cost averaging in the Bitcoin. Just buy what you are willing to lose. So just get in the Bitcoin and don't look at the price for several years. We just do these market watches because they are popular. We get asked to do them. So we only recommend investing in Bitcoin at this stage. Um, and that is our educational advice, not our financial consultation. But let's look at these charts. Ethereum versus BTC. Um, yeah, we were bullish based on this pin bar, but it, this did not follow through. No conviction in the trade here. I will take off my bullish um, analysis and just go to neutral. And the same thing with Cardano. It looked bullish um, last week, but yeah, we're breaking down. Same thing. I would not be trading this at all. So once again, we just want a dollar cost average. Um, Ripple versus Bitcoin. Same thing. Nothing changed here. It's neutral. The reason we're looking at these is because in the Bitcoin dominance index, these are your biggest tokens. Binance is still playing in this flag, this pennant. So nothing is yet. If it breaks below, so if Binance versus Bitcoin breaks below 0 0.007. 579 the outlook is bearish if we break above this descending trend line which is 0 0.0091 break and close above that then i'd say we're bullish so yeah at this stage bitcoin is looking really good so we can see the bitcoin dominance index did not go any lower bitcoin versus usd had a really really good week so that's Bitcoin. We did have some pretty exciting charts to look at in commodities. Uh, first, let's go to the DXY. Previous episode was no discernible pattern. What's happened now? So DXY. So this is a monthly chart. So you can see here we had a really good month. I'll zoom in because there's a, oh, this is a monthly chart. So that was a very strong month from 92 to 94, really, really strong move. It broke through previous highs that had kind of been there since, well, since yeah, all year, all of 2020 and 21. So it, it is at the highest close it has been. Wow. Uh, since, goodness me, June 20, way up there. So that is... A W formation, so you can say it's a W bottom. If we close above 94.8, then we are going higher. I did have a quick look at the other currencies that this is pegged with, um, with the exception of the euro, which looks like a good sell order setting up. It's a bit early now. Everything else looked a bit iffy to me. Um, and yeah, the majority of this is euro anyways. So let's look at the commodities. So US, UK, same thing. Um, that trade is still in play. We just want to see a pullback. It had a really strong week. Um, crude and WTI had very strong weeks. Um, they're just coming up to those levels of support. 
uh, of resistance, sorry. So we want to see them pull back a little bit, just gives us an opportunity to get in there. There is no change in silver and gold. They did not have great weeks. Uh, indices did not have great weeks either. There was some big sell-off in indices, well, 3%. So, which is actually very beneficial for Bitcoin. So the fact that there was a sell-off in indices and Bitcoin went up tells you that they are not that correlated, which is exactly what we want. So uranium, so we identified this trade a while ago, um, a month ago now, we said we should be buying at a break of 20. It broke 20 and it went to a high of 2670, uh, sorry, higher, 2872. Last episode, we said we'd like it to pull back and find some support. Um, now, we hit last week a low of... 2295 and the week before that 2285 so we've got higher lows so if you were keen you would put an on stop order so an order gets triggered at 2455 with a stop loss at 2232 and that looks like a pretty healthy trade to get into uranium if you missed that opportunity that we showed you a couple months ago or a month ago sorry Soft commodities, there's a lot of action. So essentially, we are looking at inflation going up around the world, um, which basically means you want to turn to your commodities. So corn, wheat, coffee, soybean, oil, sugar, and natural gas are all in strong uptrends. I'll repeat those. You can have a look at a slide. Corn, wheat, coffee, soybean oil, sugar, and natural gas are all in strong uptrends. Um, it's... I'm not going to look at entries now for all of them. I can find a really nice entry I liked. These are very, very volatile, these commodities. You know, so if you're trading on margin, you don't want to do that. Uh, Long-term investments, um, they would be great to get into, I think. I would be looking here some ETFs that give you um, coverage. So an ETF basically looks at these underlying commodities, but it actually takes away a lot of the volatility. So your returns are not as high if you buy these futures themselves, but your stress is a lot less lower because you're getting part of that trend, but you're, um, yeah, you're not looking at the swings that these commodities go through day to day. Uh, so DBA was a nice looking one. This is the agricultural fund. Um, now this is a monthly chart and you see this bottom down here way down at $13 and we've just had this nice recovery um, and you can see this I mean back in 2008 this was above $42.50 and we're now at $20 so we've had this nice little consolidation period for five or six months now around the $18 mark and this looks like a really nice chart so you would look at buying at uh, 1950 and you'd have your stop loss at $18 a bit even below that but essentially and you see these wicks you kind of don't want to get stopped out you have a soft stop the RSI is pretty high for monthly chart it would be good for us to pull back a bit um but yeah when these things take off they can take off so if you're an investor db um your commodities are good ones to get into dba is one option dbo which is oil and gas exploration. Is that the one? Sorry, I'll bring I thought I had it open, so I'll just type it in. Uh, DBO is the oil fund, so if you can't get into oil futures, this looks really good as well. 
So you can see how it just collapsed with the commodity super cycle that just finished in 2008. DBO collapsed from 55 all the way down to $5. And now it looks like we're working our way back up. So uh, entry at 15 here. Um, again, your RSA is a bit high because it just had this huge V-shaped recovery. Um, but if you're investing for the long term, this looks like a really nice um, one to get into. IEO, which is exploration, which I think will might end up doing much better anyways, because we, when the price of oil goes down, the first thing that they do is stop exploring because it's very expensive to explore and they don't need it. So they just go through existing supply. And when existing supply is running low, they need to explore more. But from the time it takes to explore to get the oil to the petrol station is 18 months when they found a source. So you'll find we run out of um, supply pretty quickly. So this is IEO, um, oil and gas exploration, which I think would actually be a really good one to get into as well. Uh, stop loss would be at 43 and you're looking to get in at 60, which is a huge gap, I understand. Um, but yeah, this is something that could potentially double in a couple of years. So it's still worth it risk to return. So FCG is a really nice looking chart. FCG is natural gas. We've had, and when I looked at this chart, my girlfriend was watching me and she said, you're looking at that chart the way you look at me sometimes. <laughs> Tells you how um, addictive I get to this um, how, or how obsessive I am about my charts. So this is natural gas. Now we are entering winter in Europe and Northern Hemisphere, which means there will be a need for natural gas if they're in lockdowns or if it's just, there'll probably be even more need. But this just looks like a really, really, really nice setup. So you've got support down here at $12 and you'd be entering at $17. And this would play into the, you know, uh, potentially the next cycle in commodities. So that looks like a really nice, and this is an ETF you get into, FCG. And once again, we don't get any kickbacks, promotions, or anything from these guys. This is just the chart we have set up because getting into natural gas futures, not everyone has those products available. Very, very volatile. This kind of lets you get in there um, and removes a lot of that intraday volatility. So FCG, really nice looking setup. Um, some support up ahead, sorry, resistance at around $28. Um, but if we are in the beginning of a new commodity cycle, this looks really, really good. So yeah, hopefully that helped guys. Um, so Bitcoin, if you were not long, it does look like a good time to get in. Um, we've had a really good pullback for the weekly chart. You'd probably want to get in, just be safe, clear 50 grand. Once we clear 50 grand, we do have a mini resistance here at 52. We need to clear that. And you've got really good stop losses at 39,000. So that looks really good for Bitcoin. And then, yeah, we do like your commodity plays, your soft commodity plays. And we'll put that list of ETNs and ETFs up there. So thank you for tuning in, everyone. And again, please post remarks, questions, anything you like. Thanks for watching or listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please like, subscribe and share so we can spread this educational content to others like yourself. Visit bitcoinbasics.help. Disclaimer. 
Any content provided by Coin Compass is for educational and informational purposes only and is not investment, legal, tax, or any other professional advice. A qualified professional should be consulted before making any financial decisions. Coin Compass will at times recommend certain products, services, and technologies, but these are opinions based upon our own or podcast guests' experience and not endorsements. We take no liability for out of date or inaccurate information, software bugs, manufacturing errors, technology misuse, or issues involving third parties. Visit coincompass.com for more information and please contact us.